We are learning the Sicha and Chelek Chavdalid on Parshas Ekev, the first Sicha. And in this Sicha, the Rebbe is going to speak about the way the Alter Rebbe describes the mitzvah that appears in this Parsha, that after we eat and we're satisfied, the Torah says, we have to thank Hashem. And this is the source for the mitzvah of Berchas Hamazon of saying the brachos and thanking Hashem after we eat a meal. And the Alter Rebbe discusses this both in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Siddur, where we also have the Halachos of Berchas HaNehenin. And we're going to learn that this is based on the way the Rambam discusses the Brachos, yet when the Alter Rebbe discusses it, he changes some of the language, and it's not written exactly as it's written in the Rambam. So that's one thing we're going to speak about in the Sicha. And the other one is that in the Alter Rebbe's own writing, the language is not exactly the same in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Siddur where he discusses the laws of Berchas Hanehenin, the laws of brachos, blessings, over things from which we derive pleasure. So the Rebbe begins by quoting to us the way the Alter Rebbe brings this halacha in Seder Berchas Hanehenin, which of course we have brought down in the Alter Rebbe's words, mitzvah saseh min ha-Torah, it's a positive mitzvah from the Torah, to say a blessing after we eat food, after we eat bread, as it says, shenemar ve'achalta, you should eat, v'savata, and you will be satisfied, u'berachta es Hashem, and you will bless Hashem. Uh, the Alter Rebbe also says this in the Shulchan Aruch when he discusses this bracha, and it comes, of course, from the Rambam. However, when the Rambam discusses in the beginning the laws of saying brachos, there are slight variations, and the Alter Rebbe says it a little differently. And similarly, we're going to compare what these variations are and how they also differ in the Alter Rebbe's very own language in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Siddur. If we go to the Rambam and we look under the section that's called Seder Berchos Hanenin, the part of the Ramzan that discusses the blessings over things from which we derive pleasure. So this is what the Rambam says. Mitzvah Saseh, it is a positive mitzvah, levarech, to bless, to bless, after we eat a meal, after we eat. V'chulu, and so on. In the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe adds two words, when he says it's a positive mitzvah to bless, he also says es Hashem, to bless Hashem. So that's one difference between the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam. The second difference is that when the Alter Rebbe quotes the words, and you should bless Hashem, it's not exactly the same as the Rambam because the Rambam says, Uberachta es Hashem Elokecha, you must bless Hashem your God. But the Alter Rebbe, doesn't say the word Elokecha, your God, but rather says Uberachta es Hashem, you have to bless Hashem. And instead of putting in the word Elokecha, he puts in the word Vigomer, which means etc., of course, referring to Elokecha, but not directly saying it. And in the Siddur, when the Alter Rebbe writes the laws of the Brachos, he says Uberachta es Hashem, you must bless Hashem, and he does not include the word Vigomer, etc. So he leaves out that word. And it's important to understand this, and it's even more outstanding because if we continue in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Siddur with, with what follows after what we just said, that there is a positive mitzvah in the Torah 
to bless Hashem after we eat, the Alter Rebbe continues and says the following words, Anyone who derives any pleasure from things in this world, world without saying a blessing, it's as if that person is deriving pleasure from the offerings that are offered up to Hashem, from Hashem's holy sacrifices which belong to Hashem, and he's taking part of that without the bracha, as it's written, la Hashem ha'aretzim loa, the, the earth and all that fills it in its entirety is all belonging to Hashem. And here we have, interesting in the Alter Rebbe's own words, a slight different expression, a slightly different expression. In the Shulchan Aruch, when the Alter Rebbe quotes the words, la Hashem ha'aretzim loa, that everything belongs to Hashem. He does not add the word vegomer, meaning etc. And in Seder Berchas and in the Siddur, he does add the word vegomer. So the Alter Rebbe is doing something differently over here than he did earlier on when he first introduced this mitzvah. Now, at first glance, it seems that it's just slight variations, but knowing how careful the Alter the Rambam and the Altareba were in every single word that they incorporated in their writings in the Shulchan Aruch and in the writings of the Rambam and especially here when the Altareba is quoting from the Rambam and doesn't quote meticulously and the Altareba himself seems to change his own language in the Shulchan Aruch from that which the way it's in the Siddur or the other way around so obviously there must be some purpose in these changes that we mentioned. So now we're going to try to begin to answer why are there these variations between the writings of the Alter Rebbe when he quotes the Rambam from what the Rambam says exactly originally. So the first thing we're going to explain in the following way that Rebbe tells us. The Rambam says that it's a mitzvah when he introduces the laws of blessings to bless and he doesn't say to bless Hashem now this is not really much of a problem because when one looks into the Rambam the title the very first statement with which the Rambam introduces the laws of of the blessings which we say when we derive pleasure in this world it's already mentioned there because the in the title in the leading sentence of the laws of Brachos, the Rambam says the following words, mitzvahs aseyachas. There is one positive mitzvah regarding this. In the Torah, there is only one mitzvah to say a blessing. And that mitzvah is to bless. And the Rambam adds these words, es Hashem to bless Hashem, the great and holy Hashem, after we eat. Therefore, the Rambam doesn't have to say again when he gives us the actual details of the halacha to say es Hashem because this is quite clear, and this is actually the first halacha, so once it's in the title, we don't have to repeat it again. But in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, where this mitzvah, this halacha, is, does not come with an introduction the way it does in the Rambam. So the Alter Rebbe clearly says that the mitzvah is levarech to bless, and he adds the words, es Hashem. Now we have to understand why the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam have to indicate altogether levarech as Hashem, to bless Hashem, whether it's in the title of the introduction 
to the mitzvah in the Rambam or whether it's in the halacha we just mentioned from the Alter Rebbe. It's quite obvious from the actual pasuk, the actual verse in the Chumash, in our parsha, where this comes. It says, Vachalta, you will eat the savat and you will be satisfied. Uveirachta, and you will bless Hashem. So it says in the pasuk, Uveirachta, es Hashem, and you will bless Hashem. And, uh, the, and on the other hand, why does the Alter Rebbe leave out the es Hashem in the Siddur, but he does incorporate it in the Shulchan Aruch? So in order to answer these questions, we will first explain the difference between the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch and the Alter Rebbe's Seder, Berchos Hanen, in his lessons, in the blessings we say, and brachos that appear in the Alter Rebbe's Siddur. So what is the purpose of the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch? What are they really? So we know quite clearly that the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam, which came before, were composed for what purpose? To gather, to collect all the different practical halachos that a Jew has to do. Halacha is debated a lot in the oral Torah, but what's the practical law? What's the resolution to all the debates? And the only difference between the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch essentially is that the Rambam discusses this collection of laws from the entire oral Torah, whatever is in the Mishnah and in the Gemara and everywhere else. Uh, until his time, the Rambam puts it all together and takes out the halachos and every single halacha, every single law that a Jew has to know, even those things that we do not observe in our day, that we observe only in the times of the Beis Hamikdash, etc. And the Shulchan Aruch is similar, but in the Shulchan Aruch we have all the laws that apply in our time. And the common denominator between the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch is, of course, that they both collect the halachos, the difference being only that in the Shulchan Aruch it's only what applies after the Korban Beis HaMikdash, and in the Rambam it's all the halachos. Now, when we talk about the laws of Berchos the brachos that we say when we derive pleasure over food, drink, good fragrances, and similar things in this world, the Alter Rebbe put it into the Siddur. Now, the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe includes various sections on halacha, on practical daily observance, and all the things that are in the Siddur, of course, deal with things that a Yid has to deal with every single day. For example, how we wash our hands in the morning, what are the laws of tzitzis, and the Alter Rebbe chose these things and similar ones to include in his Siddur. Now, what is the difference in the writing of these laws in the Siddur and in the Shulchan Aruch? There are slight variations in the way these laws, like the law of saying Berchas HaMozon, appear in the Siddur and in the Shulchan Aruch that are typical of the difference in general between the laws that the Alter Rebbe puts into the Siddur and what he puts into the Shulchan Aruch. So we all understand that the laws of the blessings were written in the Siddur, not for the purpose of one studying them to know halacha, to know the law, but rather in what's called lessons and practical observance when a yid wants to know how to do 
these things that we do every single day. It's written clearly, not so much for the knowledge, but for the practical application. Now, if we go and we look into the differences in the language, so we're going to see the following regarding the language in the laws of Berchas Hananin in the Siddur. In the Siddur, the Rebbe says, the laws apply to the immediate observance. And really the purpose of putting them there is that this particular halacha that's being discussed, if one sees it and looks at it, one knows exactly how to act at that moment. And it doesn't really matter that much uh, if what one can infer from the language or what one might take out from the style of the wording regarding other halachos in other places. Whereas in the Shulchan Aruch, which is a collection of all halacha that applies in our time, so there the language is meticulous in such a way that everything that's written there is absolutely consistent with everything else that's written in the Shulchan Aruch and that one may not, God forbid, take up lessons from the language of one halacha and relate it to something else where it doesn't really apply. So now we could begin to understand why the Alter Rebbe in Berchos Hanenin does not include the word Levareches Hashem, but in the Shulchan Aruch he says Levareches Hashem. So there's a general principle. When we have the word S appearing in the Torah, that article, for example, when it says, uh, the word, it could have said, why does it add the word S? So we have a principle. We learn it in Rashi. We learned it in other places. That in the written Torah, whenever the word S appears before a noun, it's coming to add something that we would not know at first glance. And the Rebbe gives us two examples. One is, as Hashem Tira, you must fear your God. And there we learn that it says, as Hashem the S comes to include Talmidei Chachamim, that one must also fear Talmidei Chachamim Torah scholars. Or in our Pasuk, where it says in our parsha, you should eat, v'savata, you should be satiated, you will be satiated, uveirachta es Hashem alokecha. It doesn't say beirachta, bless Hashem alokecha, but it says es Hashem alokecha. So obviously, based on that principle of words, of verses in the Chumash, es comes to add. What is it coming to add? So the Chachamim tell us, uveirachta es lerabos bal habayis, that when one eats a meal, and one, thanks Hashem, one should also include a thank you to the master of the home, to the Baal Habayis. And therefore, we do have a halacha that when we are eating a meal and we say the birchas hamazon, the blessings after the meal together, and when we have uh, the, the people who are present, the mezuman necessary for the formal introduction to the benching, so we usually honor the guest. So when the guest leads the benching, he is in turn also giving blessings to the master of the home, to the person who's in whose home he was eating. Therefore, the Alter Rebbe in the Shulchan Aruch says, Mitzvah Sasei Men HaTorah Levarech Es Hashem. 
that from the Torah, the mitzvah is that we must bless Hashem. This is one of the 613 mitzvahs and one of the positive mitzvahs in the Torah. And we don't, and here we incorporate, and from here we also learn out the blessing from the word S, but we shouldn't think that saying thank you to the master of the home is actually part of the original mitzvah that appears in the Torah, but rather something that Jewish people observe. It's a custom, but it's not one of the mitzvahs. But in the Siddur, when we have this mitzvah of saying Berchos Hamazon, all we have to know is what is the actual practical halacha without all the lessons that can be learned out. The words from which the halacha comes are things of that nature. It's not necessary to say Levareches Hashem because it says Uberachtas Hashem Elokecha. So we already know that from the Posuk. And we understand that the mitzvah, Berchaz Hamazon, is specifically to Hashem. And that's how the Rebbe answers this. And we could add further that when we learn the halachos of Birchas Hanemin, we don't learn the halacha over there in the Siddur that we have to offer a blessings to the Baal Habayis. And therefore, there we don't have to have it. But in the Rambam and in the Shulchan Aruch, we learn it out because there we have lengthier discussions and we learn things out and we learn from where these things come. Another difference between the Alta Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and his own language in Seder Berchas Hanen in, in the Siddur, relating to what we just said, is regarding the idea of giving reasons for halacha. If we talk about the, shul, the Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe, and we talk about the big Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch of Rabbi Yosef Karo, that came before, so the major difference is that in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe often brings reasons for the mitzvah. Whereas in the Siddur, we only have the practical law, how one has to observe it at that moment when one is going to be doing it. And yet, nonetheless, sometimes in the Siddur, we do have certain situations where a reason is brought very briefly. And here we're going to, in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan, in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, and in the Siddur. So we're going to explain that regarding the mitzvah that we're talking about now. In the Shulchan Aruch, why did the Alter Rebbe put in reasons? Because the Alter Rebbe wanted that when people study, they should know Torah, they should be able to observe it. And if we know the reasons, at least briefly, for many of the halachos, it makes our observance much better. But when it comes, to, and our knowledge much better, but when it comes to the Siddur, and similarly, all the halachos in the Siddur, similarly, the brachos we're talking about now, the halachos of the brachos on which we de, from which we derive pleasure in this world. And here we said the whole purpose is not so much to give us the knowledge as to tell us practically at that particular moment when we're going to do the mitzvah, how we have to do it. So there, sometimes we have reasons that are brought, but it's not so much for the sake of knowing the reasons, for the sake of the knowledge of studying well, but to understand practically how to do the mitzvah better at that moment. And the Rebbe uses these words, how to make the mitzvah more gishmak, more tasty, more palatable, more appealing, 
how to have more kavana, how to have good intention and direct one's thoughts better to the mitzvah, how to have more chayus, how to have more vitality in the mitzvah, and so on. As we see in certain places where in the Siddur the reason is brought, it's for that purpose. So when we do the mitzvah, we do it with a greater excitement and with greater appreciation. Now we will begin to understand another, uh, the answer to the other question we asked, why in the Alta, till we were speaking now, comparing the Alta Rebbe's language to the language of the Rambam, now we're going to also try to understand that in the Alta Rebbe's Shulchan Aruch and in the Alta Rebbe's Siddur, where he discusses these lessons, we also have differences in the language. In the Shulchan Aruch, where the Alta Rebbe brings the reason, so one should know Torah better, Torah better. Sometimes the Alter Rebbe brings, the Alter Rebbe will bring the psukim, the verses in the Torah from which these laws are learned out. And similarly here, regarding our subject of the blessings after the meal, the Alter Rebbe brings the psuk from the Torah in our parsha that one has to, as we said before, Bless Hashem after we eat. Ve'achalta ve'savata uveirachta es Hashem. We'll explain it again. You should eat, you will be satisfied, and you will bless Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe in the Shulchan Aruch adds the word ve'gomer because when one learns about the blessing of that follows the meal from the Torah, it's not important only to know Uveirachta as Hashem, but it's important to know how the Pasuk continues as the Alter Rebbe brings in the Shulchan Aruch. It says, if we would look it up in the Chumash, we would see Uveirachta as Hashem Elokecha, you should bless God, your God, Al Ha'aretz HaTova, for the good land, Asher Nosanlach, that he has given you. This is a Pasuk that's familiar to all of us. And when it says, Levarech as Hashem, Al Ha'aretz HaTova, so we understand that from the Torah, we also indicate that the Birchas HaMozon includes a blessing for Eretz HaTova, for Eretz Yisrael, for the Beis HaMikdash, for Yerushalayim. Which the Rambam doesn't bring because he's not discussing this subject over there. But in the Siddur, where the reason come only to clarify the practical behavior, it's not so important to know that. Nonetheless, the Alter Rebbe does bring the Pasuk in this case because this Pasuk actually delineates for us the halacha, the additional understanding and the additional good experience and the original good, uh, or good taste, good feeling of this behavior of saying Berchas HaMozon because the real category of Birchas HaMozon, the Achalta V'savata V'erachta Es Hashem, what is really happening after we've eaten, being that a person ate and a person was satisfied with what he or she ate, so therefore we have to thank Hashem. And this is actually an introduction to the continuation of the paragraph that we learned regarding all brachos, all berchos hanen, and regarding all blessings on things over which we derive pleasure in this world. As it says, and we mentioned it before, and we'll say it again, anyone who derives pleasure in this world, and the etc., it's as if 
he has taken, gotten pleasure from something which belongs to Hashem. We are going to be enjoying something that belongs to Hashem. That's what happens when we eat or drink or derive pleasure from things in Olam Hazer. So we have to, of course, thank Hashem because the fact that we enjoyed it and we're satisfied requires us to say a bracha. And therefore, the Alter Rebbe does not add the word vigomer, because when we talk about blessing after a meal, it doesn't really matter practically to put in the word elokecha. And if we think about it, the Rebbe gives us the following insight. The word elokecha is not really essential here regarding to the definition of what is the bracha. It's coming to teach something else, which is really not what we're trying to do when we say the blessing after the meal. It's coming to explain something that seems to be, in a way, the opposite of all blessings that we save before we partake of any pleasure in this world. Because we learn in the Midrash that the word Elokecha, we know that the name Elokim, unlike the name Hashem, denotes judgment and stringency. The word Hashem is Hashem's name relating to compassion and benevolence and magnanimous blessings. But the name Elohim is used for Midas Hadin, for judgment, for something which seems much harsher. So Elokecha would mean Dayanecha, your judge. What do we learn from this? Of course, we learn something practical from this. Our Chachamim tell us that just like it's obligatory upon a person to bless Hashem for good that transpires in one's life, so too one must bless Hashem al-Hara for things that are not good. As we learn that this is the language that's used, any kind of verdict, any kind of justice that Hashem meets out, whether it's something good or whether it's the other category. This is the opposite of what blessing after a meal and what blessing before partaking of pleasure in this world, the opposite of what that is, because that indicates benevolence, that indicates pleasure, that indicates that the body of a person is benefiting and enjoying the different things over which we say a bracha. And that is the category of mevarech al hatova. And of course, we know that whatever Hashem gives us, we have to accept it and we have to accept it with joy. But this is not what the daily Berchaz HaMazon is all about. So in the Siddur, we don't have to have that. Now, to conclude, we have several other lessons here in conclusion as we wrap everything up. Based on this general distinction between the Alter Rebbe's language in the Shulchan Aruch, and in the Siddur where he discusses the laws of Berchas HaNenin, we can now understand why when the Alter Rebbe brings the Pasuk where it says that everything belongs to Hashem. So that's a Pasuk in Tehillim. That's the Pasuk we're familiar of. We say it in the Sher Shalyom in the Song of the Day, of the first day of the week. And that paragraph of Tehillim begins with the words, La Hashem which we said is in the beginning. It's the reason for why we have to thank Hashem for everything, because Ha'aretz, the land, the earth, Umloa, and its entirety, everything that fills it belongs to Hashem. Even though uh, in the Shulchan Aruch, we, it's written one way, and here it's written 
another way. So what is the purpose of it? So now we're going to see why here the Alter Rebbe changes the style where he adds the word Vigomer. In the Siddur, where we learn the laws of the brachos from which we derive pleasure, so there we have, as we said, what's called Horos Lemaisa, practical lessons for daily behavior. So when over there we have to have an explanation, we have to add words that will ensure that we will do what we have to do exactly as we have to. And in the Shulchan Aruch, however, not everything is spelled out so at, in such length. And there we leaves room for things that we would understand on our own. And now we could understand the following, that in the Siddur, where we learn Berchos the Alter Rebbe says, if we don't say the blessing, this is if we're deriving pleasure from that which belongs to Hashem, La Hashem Ha'aretz Um Loa, it explains that anyone who derives pleasure from this world is as if he's taking something away from Hashem, he's taking Hashem's Kachim, because everything really belongs to Hashem. So anything we derive pleasure from in this world is included in this. And the fact that the whole world, the whole Olam Hazeh, our whole world, belongs to Hashem is explained in detail. And we have the expression, Tevel Veyoshveva. Not only Haaretz belongs to Hashem, but Tevel Veyoshveva, the entire universe and all its inhabitants. So now we're going to see the following detail with which we conclude. It says, La Hashem Haaretzum Loa. To Hashem is the land, the earth, and its fullness. And if we look up this Pasuk in the Tilim and we look at Rashi, Rashi says, Aretz here means Eretz Yisrael. And as the Pasuk continues, it adds Tevel, the world, uh, the universe. The Rebbe says, Digansavel, the entire world, is La Hashem. And not only the entire world is La Hashem, but also those who inhabit it all belong to Hashem. And therefore, call Hanenem in Olam Hazeh. Anyone that derives pleasure from this world, that means if we are eating something, for example, and even if this food belongs to somebody else, and even if this food belongs to someone who's not a Yid, but if we eat it without saying the blessing, it's as if we are deriving pleasure, something that belongs to Hashem. And we're not allowed to do that without expressly blessing Hashem first. And here we see practically that every single kind of pleasure we derive from this world, we must precede it with a bracha. And this is the lesson of the Rebbe to all of us. May we merit to live all these lessons to their fullest and meet Moshiach in total fulfillment. Thank you.